Mooch House. The ghetto. Maddo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sassy and Safe Podcast with your three favorite girls, Teresa, Kosi, and Esther. Three women, different walks of life with one goal, please God. Bringing you conversations where kingdom meets culture. Are they ready? They're not ready. Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast with your girls, Esther. Kosi and Teresa. Today we're so excited once again. This quarantine season has been something for all of us and we've kind of just been chit-chatting and going over our own lives and just analyzing what's been happening around us and I think one thing we've literally been talking about this. I just said that my skin is glowing because I've been letting go of some baggage and we've all been using our quarantine season different. Um, so I guess one of the reasons why my skin is glowing, let's just get straight into that, is because there's a lot of things that I've been dealing with and trying to let go. And talking about that, we can insert some men who have been disturbing our lives. So this is just a way to introduce the whole thing about exes coming back into your life. Right, we've been seeing this around. I was reading this thing on Twitter, and this girl was saying how like she's been flirting with so many men that she has a lot of dates. Like for after quarantine, like she has a lot of dates because people are bored. Yeah, yeah. Listen, people are bored. Hey, big head, what's up? What are you doing? Whatever. It's all very toxic. So I know that Cozy, you're married. Teresa, I don't know what you are. <laughs> I honestly don't know what Teresa is. Yo, we're we're this girl's closest friends, and we don't know I her relate. We don't know, is. like I'm ambiguous, baby. <laughs> but what's that thing that they say? Um, you're fluid. Y Z X Y. You're fluid. I don't know what. That's what I am. I'm fluid. I don't know what you are. I know that I'm single and. My quarantine life has been very interesting, but I would like to hear from you guys to start. What do you think about the whole thing? How has it been for y'all? An ex can never come back into my life, God forbid. Oh, come on. Back to you. Up to you, Teresa. <laughs> um, I feel like in quarantine, it's very tempting to, to send that hey, big head text. Like, I caught myself a couple times typing. Like, I fully typed. But then I just had to backspace, backspace, backspace because I was like, T, don't be done, eh? But I, it happened about a couple times. It usually happens around um, the 11 p.m. mark. So yeah. I think I'm going to start sleeping early because I don't need to go through this. I don't need to go through this. So uh, after, 11 8, after 11 p.m., you find yourself uh, in your feels thinking uh, maybe you should be talking to someone on FaceTime. A few laughs will put you to bed nicely, you know? <laughs> but uh, in this season, we are prevailing and travailing and not going back, but forward. Forward yeah. ever, backward never? <laughs> no, but like, I guess for me, since I'm the single one here, um, before this whole lockdown thing, I wasn't really even talking to anybody like that. Like, people were trying to shoot their shot, whatever. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, it's like, now that we have time, I feel like it got it narrowed down to, like, this one person that maybe, like, 
I was spending investing more of my time in. Mm-hmm. But like, I literally had to actively remind myself every day, like Esther, get your head out out of the gutter, because like I see this time as like, I don't know about you, I like reality TV, right? And you realize that when people are in like confined spaces for like a long period of time, everything is times ten. Mm-hmm. So whatever was supposed to happen in normal life in like a matter of like weeks, it happens in a matter of days. So mm-hmm. you're not even thinking straight. You're bored. Your emotions are out of control. You're doing all of these things. So it's just really where I had to get myself to a position where I was always like, okay, like Esther, like get your head out of the gutter. This is not, this is almost not real life. Cause like once we get out of this situation and we see each other in real life, a lot of people are going to have to answer for a lot of things that they've been saying because mm-hmm. they've been acting really funny. So all of this got me to just ask myself, like, why do people do that? Cause it's easy to say, Oh, we're bored, but there's something deeper than that. And True. Holy spirit has been reading me. And it's not nice because <laughs> one of the things is that I feel like in life, we're just busy. We go to school, we go to work, we cook, we're tired. We need to sleep. We don't have time to like really deal with a lot of things that like are happening around us. So now that we're home, we have all this time and everything that we've been like hiding or ignoring is kind of coming back to the surface mm-hmm. and we don't have the same distractions. So mm-hmm. instead of trying to deal with them, we try to find something to replace it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we take those people. That's why we try to have those conversations. That's why we try to find comfort to make ourselves feel better. But like, we're still messed up mm-hmm. in a way, right? So it's just that that you have to figure out. And I literally cried yesterday about something that I should have cried two months ago about. Mm-hmm. Because I remembered something happened to me. And I was even talking, I was telling my friends, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm good. Like, this is my way out. Like, let me just move on. Like, whatever. And life was going on. But now it's been coming back. And I've been trying to invest my time into this person. But obviously, it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So now that you let it go and you're facing yourself and you're actually facing, like, your issues and what's going on, it's like, damn. So I know I talked a lot, but... You never talk, so we like You it. never talk. Yeah, we're just here like, wow, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so. I, think, I think what you're saying is true. I think I've seen it on social media for two ways. It's, I see some people saying what you're saying exactly, like, um, like it's out of boredom. It's out of trying to conceal other things. It's out of finding a distraction because we have a lot of time. You're bored, so you just want some extra attention. But I also have seen some people with the argument saying that, like, this time, of quarantine helped them like really sort out their thoughts and figure out like who they actually want to be with so like what do you guys think about that do you think like it's all just attention seeking or it's all just boredom and it's all just flings that after quarantine are going to fall apart or do you think that some actual real relationships are being built in this time I think that I think there is always anomalies when it comes to relationships right like of course there are the people it's like there are people that will never see each other and they get married and they live happily ever after. There are people that date for one week and they get married and they, you know, all those anomaly, all those weird, weird type people. Yeah, cool. Listen, <laughs> if your relationship is only thriving because there are no distractions and it's just the two of you talking all day, all night, of co- before, like <laughs> who wouldn't fall in love? Like, <laughs> 
cool and not fall in love. It's just me and you, baby, all day, all night. Us against the world, ew, us against COVID. Like, just me and you chatting from morning to night. Get out of here. Then again in the morning to night. No distractions, <laughs> nothing to... Who would not fall in love? <laughs> like, who? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? It's like, no. The real test is when you have all these external stimuli that comes into... It's like being saved. Like, be, being Christian in your house is the best there's no, you, you love God the peak when it's just you in your house worshiping. When you have to interact with other Christians, when you have to go outside, drive in traffic, then you start to really <laughs> see the holes in your salvation. <laughs> you start to realize the weak points <laughs> in your love for Christ and your love for his people. When you're by yourself at home, you can worship all day. Oh, Jesus, I love you. You're so amazing. Oh, my God, I love you. I would die for you. God, I would die for you. Then you go outside, little one-two traffic. Someone cuts you up. You go, wow, I will kill you. You know, that's how you know. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing, like, in relationships, it's the external stimuli that will test you and let you know, in reality, how much that person means to you. Like, can you imagine it's taking somebody to stay in their house by themselves to realize, mm, I like this girl. I like this person. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's true. Now that you're bored, you know you like me, now that you're bored. <laughs> So when you're entertained, you didn't know? <laughs> That's facts. That you don't even get out of here. No, it's when someone is busy, but they still make time for you. It's when someone is going through, like, real-life situations. Maybe they've lost a family member, lost a loved one, lost a job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but you guys are able to work through those problems. That's when you know your relationship thrives. Not when everybody's bored, there's nothing to do with the end. And, oh, I like her, you know? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, get out of here. Yeah, I kind of agree with Kosi. And for me, whatever, like, feelings you develop in this season, it's not real. Like, the <laughs> test will come after. Like, honestly, because he's in, like, the person is in the house bored, whether it's a girl or a guy. So I'm bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. Bored in the house and I'm in the house bored. Bored in the, in the, in the, in the house bored and I'm bored in the house and I'm in the house. Hey, bored in the house. Bored in the house. Hey, bored in the house. Bored in the house. Music <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but honestly, like that's when you'll see. But I do feel like it can expose you to certain traits or characters of people that you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Let's say maybe you were starting to talk to someone or dating a person before this season. The way he's gonna treat you in that season is also gonna reveal certain things about you. Because about him, I mean, because. I've seen things, for example, where um, some guys have been really creative when it comes to date night or Mm -hmm. I don't know, just like the investment or how he's going to like, you know, like keep trying to pursue you in this season, Mm -hmm. not just like be on FaceTime with you and fall asleep with you. But like, you know, how is he going to like manage to like keep things going and actually pursue you and all of these things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And the more you talk to somebody, you also kind of like get to know them a bit more. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think it definitely has its upsides. Ladies, I don't know. I feel like this is actually apply pressure season. Apply pressure season. Come Yay. closer to me. Let apply me tell you pressure something. or be my bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fab. Period. You know what I mean? Apply pressure or be my bro. Period. Oh, be my brother. <laughs> Hello, cuz. What's it do, cuz? <laughs> 
Ladies, come closer. Let me tell you something. Come. I am seeing so many women these days. Women are slaying looks about makeup, you guys. Listen, I'm emerging out of this thing a bad bee. <laughs> I'm going to emerge <laughs> as a butterfly. Women are doing look books. They're doing makeup looks. They're doing hair tutorials. They're do- Women are practicing their cuteness. They are practicing. They are cooking. They are doing everything. This is not the time for after you finish adding value to yourself. For somebody to say, oh, when I'm bored, I like her. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Like, no, no, ladies, no. If he is not doing some kind of love is blind movement, (laughs) we don't want it. (laughs) We don't want it. Let him come up. Let him be Mark in this Jessica situation. If you watch the show, Um. you get it. Mm. Well, you know, well, not not literally, but you know how he he got a whole romantic setup. Yeah. Like he has free time. That's even the worst because it's not like oh, I'm busy. No, you have free time. Let's do some fun things together. Mm-hmm. Let me let's let's. There's like a lot of people are playing those get to know me games. What was yeah. it? Those like card. Uh, red yeah, those card games. Those what's your biggest fear? What are your biggest regrets? Who do mm-hmm. I really know who you are? All those questions. Yeah, let's ask those questions. Let's really and let's if get... he's not calling you or texting you in this in quarantine, I, I can't you're believe. single, please. Don't piss no, me off. No. Please. <laughs> please rest. You're single. Rest. Own it. Own it. Own it. Enjoy it. Flaunt it. Yeah. Because it can be. It cannot be. No, it's it's not cute. Like somebody that is just sleeping and waking up. You, you wake up, you wear makeup, you do your hair, you do look book, you read the Bible, you pray, you're reading books. Ajanai says, go and watch my YouTube video. You go and watch the YouTube video. You're learning how to study your Bible. You bought Bible dictionary. You bought study Bible. Then somebody will come and say, hey, big head. Eh? <laughs> if I slap, they will say I'm mad. Don't do it, ladies. Don't do it. Don't do it. I think also, this is kind of a side note, I think a good litmus test is kind of someone's sensitivity in this season. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of slack going around right now. Like, people are so upset at some celebrities because some celebrities are like, oh my God, this quarantine, oh, it feels like a prison in their mansion houses, you know? Well, there's people like Cardi B that are saying, like, how do you guys want people to be seven people living in one apartment, like, in a one-bedroom apartment? How do you want them to go home and stay home and all that stuff, right? So it's just, like, I think having that conversation also with whoever it is you're talking to, if you're, especially if you're getting to know somebody, get to know, like, their sensitivity. Like, what burdens them? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, are they sad? Like, I get so, like, I will literally cry. Like, I get really, really sad when I think about... Like, literally, people are dying, you know what I mean? Or, like, people are completely unaware, or people don't have a choice, or some people have lost their jobs, and you, you kind of start feeling helpless because, and, and you're very, very, like, I feel so aware of my privilege right now. Like, I feel like, oh, my gosh, like, both my husband and I are able to work from home. Like, this thing hasn't really, really, really affected our lives, except for the fact that we can't go out. And I am continuously um conscious of that and you know like we've done like our little giveaway and we're trying to see how we can impact more people and help more people it's good to surround yourself with people that are sensitive about those kind of things and so and and get to know if that's what somebody cares about you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or if they're just talking about like i i don't know just little things like that like my mom always said marry someone who's kind-hearted so i feel like this is just one of those seasons you gotta just really check out 
like someone's sensitivity, like what burdens them. Cause I feel like Jesus is, you know, the most kind person ever. And you kind of want to be like him and you want to be with somebody that's like him. So if all the people that are texting you, Hey, big head, make sure that they're not really insulting you and they're actually kind because <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, your head is just, just big. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. I, I feel you guys though. I do. I think when it comes to things like this, um, just, I will use myself as an example because you know, I just, you know, I just, but actually y'all, I've been in my marriage boot camp and I've been killing it. Yesterday, I watched this great sermon by Paris Leslie and Dominic. They're oh. having like a, a series. Yeah. They were, they were going in some deep things and I, and I really listened to it and I sat there and I thought of all the flaws that I have and how I push men away. Mm. <laughs> so my marriage boot camp is, is, is doing, is doing wonders. Well, yeah, but now that, you, now that you saw the flaws, eh? Uh-huh. Yes, so now I'm not I'm not gonna push men away anymore. I'm working on it. Okay, you're working on it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. No, I just, I'm not. I'm not just going. Yeah, I'm working on it because okay. apparently I'm like too tough. I don't have that feminine, that feminine, feminine, femininess. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen this before. Like guys want to be men. Want to be men. You gotta let them be men. You can't be misindependent all the time. You can't just. Are you gonna that. let them approach you now? I will. You can. You can come. Okay. And I'm gonna be nice and soft okay. and feminine. And also I do this thing where I'm like not pleased by anything. Like I'm not easily impressed. Mm-hmm. So they could like try what they think is their best and I'll be like, hey. But apparently you're supposed to praise them and congratulate them because that would help them do more. Oh my apparently. god. This is this is <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. God. You're okay. Anyway. Back to my point. I think when it comes to um, when it comes to this hey big head stuff and just texting people in quarantine, I think um, you have to really. That's what the Holy Spirit told me. If you do this, you're selfish. That's what's keeping me at bay right now. But it's like, and I asked this question on my Instagram today because I wanted other people's opinion. But when you're in like the church community, you only have one strike. It's like one strike and that's it. You have one chance. So especially when it comes to like meeting people, getting to know people in your church community, because it's so small, because we're all family, because of how it is, you get one chance, one strike. Once it's done, it's done. So it's so much easier to just talk to people that are not in church. And those usually end up being the hey, big head. And even if you're talking to people that are churched, but not like at your church it's literally like a one in ten chance that people who date people outside of their church actually end up in a long-term relationship with them and get married like i i i have i probably heard of maybe two not even one (laughs) story of people that went to different churches and actually got married like they didn't know each other and they just met each other and they went so i don't know it's just it's it's like we know this ain't it and we know it's not gonna happen but in the moment you're flash you're flash you're flash you're flash and you don't want to you don't want to ruin you don't want to use your one strike so what do you do like what do you actually do when you're in quarantine you're at home there's nothing to do literally school is done okay work when some people are working some people are not school is done when work finishes work finishes at four you still have from four uh, on the way to 12 
plenty hours to entertain yourself. What do you do? Aya, go. Let me say this very auntie thing. <laughs> Holy the Spirit Holy auntie. Holy Spirit is not in quarantine. Okay? <laughs> Let's stop making excuses for ourselves. A lot of times we make choices and then we go back and we're like, oh my God, like my flesh, eh? God, you see what I did? That's bad. My guy, you knew what you were doing. You knew exactly. And you chose to do it still. So I just feel like let's, like, let's not, I understand it's hard. We have feelings, have emotions, and we have a lot of time and we don't know what to do with it. We're, we don't all want to start businesses. Like, okay, but it's <laughs> <laughs> true. We don't all want to do it. But at the same time, like, you still have to be smart about what you do. And, you know, like, my friend was literally telling me that she's going to feel really stupid after quarantine when she sees the guy she's talking to. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's been saying some stuff. <laughs> and she doesn't know if she can own up to it. So, like, ah. we're all going to be <laughs> very bad. So, it's like, it's tough. Like, it's tough out here. So, I don't know. Like, make good choices. Like, <laughs> what are you laughing? Oh my God. That's the best thing I heard today. That? Nah, that <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> like, people are struggling. We're all struggling. But again, like, you just have to be smart with what you do. And, like, Nah, she has to say it with her chest, though. <laughs> she has to, she has to like, she has to say it with her chest. She's coming to do it after the quarantine. She'll go in hiding. No, you have to, you have to own up to it, sis. That's so funny. That is hilarious. Listen, you know when they say, if you don't know, say you don't know. I don't know. I'm married. <laughs> I don't want to rub it in nobody's face, but I'm having a good time out here. <laughs> I told Chris, I said, I cannot be. I'm glad that we're married because... <laughs> You'll just be seeing your salvation flying out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you see your salvation going out the door. <laughs> they say, hey, bigger, you say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if, if the thing catch you like this, you even risk going outside if you're not careful. Like, listen, uh, you guys, um, what would I say? What would I say? It's tough. I can't lie to you. I can't, I can't lie to you. It's tough. Yeah, you see, you're married, but what about the people? They don't want to use their one strike in church. So they're just, they're just, you know, they're just testing their skills. They're working on themselves, getting to know people. What should they do? What should they do? You know, I believe in solutions because I always tell everybody, everyone thinks I'm a super Christian, apparently. I don't know why. But you I always don't, tell you don't know why. You I don't know why. You I always don't. tell everybody that if not for destiny, I would have seven mans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this. You'd be like I'm the woman bad. at the well with the five <laughs> husbands. <laughs> I'm literally good at this. I'm good at it. I'm telling you. The woman at the well, Jesus said, you don't have a man. You got five of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good at this. I'm good at balancing them. I'm skilled in this area. I'm oh good. So if not for Jesus, mm. like okay. So what are you me. what are you doing in your free time? But you're busy. You're busier than most. So like, yeah, tea, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Honestly, okay. In in uh, even though I am married, I don't spend every waking minute with my husband, and nor do I like to. Honestly, some days I just go quiet so that he'll leave me alone. 
and then he goes quiet so i leave him alone and when we're leaving each other alone i think i watch a lot of youtube videos it's exhausting <laughs> i'm learning all the skills i'm shopping things away i am doing compare this price to that price when you pick an item and you start comparing prices you'll be shocked two hours will go and then from two hours that you're already at six o'clock six o'clock let's say you eat you take time maybe you cook a meal you eat that's already you know seven seven thirty maybe you watch a little one two movie then you sit down maybe you you guys i don't know but like come on you can't like our, our the options cannot be holiness or nothing like the options how do i say this? the options cannot be Oh, I'm bored, so let me go talk to a man. Like, come yeah. on, is there nobody else? <laughs> your friends? Let me tell you this. Talk to your friends, guys. Talk to your friends. So I haven't spoken to, like, this one friend of mine, like, for a long time. And, like, today we decided to catch up. And, like, we had, like, the best conversation and, like, so much, like, healing and so much whatever. So, like, you can talk to your friends. That's just the thing. Don't sleep on your friends. Check on your friends. Anyway, moving on. But, I think it's yeah. great that Kosi brought that up and I think that's the end point where we need to get to is the fact that it should never be a situation of there's nothing to do so I need to talk to uh, a man or there's nothing to do so I need to talk to a girl like that is so tragic like is is it it's gonna sound harsh but like is your life that useless that there's nothing for you to do except it to have another person no like seriously you know what i mean like yeah. is, is your life that useless like that there's nothing for you to do except to go and be talking to randoms that you random yeah just so you can have days after the quarantine like, like what's that yeah. there's so much that this time can be used to do and, and obviously like esther said it's not starting businesses or doing anything but just like figuring out yourself getting to know yourself falling in love with yourself learning new skills whatever it is even if you're just laying down and counting yeah. the ceiling like i don't i and i say and i and i always say that whenever i say things i'm preaching to myself because fam when 11 o'clock hits i'll be looking through my phone i'll be scrolling <laughs> i'll be scrolling looking at the names like hmm who should i call today who should i text today but then really you have to think about it and be like is this temporary conversation is this temporary commitment this temporary fulfillment really worth the delay that it's going to cause in your life like is my life that nothing that i'm really to exchange it for one or two hours on FaceTime? Dang. Yeah, and it gets dangerous because um, I think especially relationships that come out of this, I am bored, so fill my attention void. Yeah. Honestly, if we're all, like, let's call a spade a spade, they end up in lustful situations. Like, yeah. <laughs> before you know, a little one-two Facebook, a little one-two FaceTime becomes... I wear something scanty, a little one-two FaceTime becomes we're going to sleep together, mm -hmm. a little one-two face, which is like, what is, what is, like, you know, when you're single, eh, <laughs> the things that you get so creative, like, I cannot, I, I don't know, I don't know, like, I know I might sound hypocritical because I'm married, but like, why are you sleeping together? 
<laughs> like, where are you? You're going to bed with the person waking up with the person. What is that? Like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so it's so brave, it's so bold. But um, yeah, like a little one-two FaceTime now becomes oh, it's dark. Oh, let's see, and you now reduce your voice, not do <clears throat> bedroom voice where it's like, hey, what are you doing? What are you up to? You don't talk like that. Stop it. <laughs> hey, hey, snap. <laughs> snap out of it you know so it's just not worth it it's like somebody that like you were getting and then and then after and then the thing that obviously the enemy will bring all this shame and then the relationship can't even be wholesome and then imagine you get together in quarantine you're not come and break up in quarantine when you not see each other in real life you're not be avoiding eye contact mm-hmm. now you can't be friends with his friends he can't his friends can't be friends with your friend if your friend starts dating him it's a problem it's like you know like let's just let's just try and and listen i know we started off this episode saying like apply pressure or keep it pushing and that's true right but this is not i'm bored like apply pressure means i'm pursuing you in intentionally and like this is what i want and this is if there's any time in all the time in the world you literally have it right now right so that is the time for you to get creative and say you are who i want with boldness with your chest da, da, da. but not to do hey what are you up to or oh, nothing much just think about you what's the hey <laughs> like it's time for you to ask the proper questions and do the yeah. thing like it's yeah like am i your am i your girl why are you thinking about me go think about your mom <laughs> like why are you thinking about me <laughs> this is hilarious you know yeah but yeah exactly it's right because in the christian community man you're t you're right you get one shot one you get one maybe two shirt. maybe two that is a reach you get one you get one strike in your church one everybody has labeled you to that person and that's it even when you try to move on still you're attached you that person can literally be married people will still bring up oh do you remember when they dated like one you get one strike so what do you do like is it better to it's actually better to date outside your church i'm sorry this is what i, I it asked never, it never works it well never i will say i won't say it never works it but it's work. just ah uh, what like, name can you can you can you name five relationships where two very devoted people to their church came together and they went to different churches and they they were successful do you get what i'm saying yeah not i can like two very they were both very very devoted to their church yeah like reverend reverend joanna and and her husband she was the assistant pastor at my church and he had his own church okay that's he was in like amsterdam they got married and then they both moved to toronto so that's one Mm -hmm. (sighs) (laughs) oh you already do all five right oh okay i i guess i i guess no i guess chris had moved here i guess maybe chris and i Nope. Why not? That was long distance. He had to. First move. Of all, yeah, but he moved to. He was in Kingston. He moved. He moved to Kingston. And then he moved to Ottawa and went to your church. So you guys were raised by the same spiritual head, and okay. by your counseling by the same spiritual head, and did everything. Okay, then. Okay, then. Um. Okay. Yes, it is rare. It doesn't work. So what do no, you do? No, but, but that's what I'm saying. Then date outside your church, bro. Don't do it. Don't do it. Date outside your church. Unless, because listen, if especially if your church is full of eligible singles, you know, that there are some churches that what are not full like of eligible guys singles. No, you can like guys in your church. It, that's why That's why I'm, I'm there. I'm on that topic, Esther. I'm on that topic. That's okay. why I call eligible singles. Okay, cool. 
I have been to some Man. churches that had eligible singles. The church that I last came from didn't really have no eligible singles, to be honest. Everybody was either like married or too young or like already dating. So it wasn't no problem. Nobody was looking inside the church to date nobody. Everybody was bro and sis, and it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. The church, like you guys' church, it has a lot of eligible single ladies. Mm -hmm. The women in y'all's church are <laughs> one of the hottest set of people in this in this city. I don't know. Ottawa, Ottawa has beautiful women. So if you're a guy, you have to know how to navigate those waters because I promise you, you mess it up with one of the girls, you try to go to another, then all of a sudden you're the guy that's only coming here to, 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 date, to date church girls. <laughs> one strike. Yeah, one strike. So if you're gonna do that, if 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 if, if you're gonna do that, you really gotta like if you're a playboy, anyway, I shouldn't give playboys advice. No, I won't give playboys advice because you shouldn't. Don't do that. But the only way that can succeed, I think, is if like you date different cliques of friends. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, don't do that. Date outside your church. I'm telling you, I don't know. Wait, do I? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know of a couple a, a, like a christian couple that both of them went to different churches and they were devoted and it was successful i don't know oh wait so we're saying you should date inside your church so what are we saying because it seems like either way you're screwed get, why do you only get one strike mm -hmm. like, my thing is why do you only oh, get one strike but then when you try to go outside it don't work like yeah. where, where where's the winning how do you win oh 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 my thing is, I don't know, maybe I'm just naive, but I don't think you just get, I think the one strike thing is dumb. Like, it's like, for example, I always say that, like, if you're starting to turn like 35, 40, like, don't expect to date people who never had children. Because life happens and people go through stuff. So if we've been in the same church since we're like 19 and now I'm close to 30 and you're trying to, don't think I did not talk or date or look at anybody else. Like, get over yourself yeah of course i'm sorry like your wife that you're gonna marry outside or your man or whatever he's not gonna be waiting for you since he was 11 like i'm sorry <laughs> so, like let's just be honest with each other and like if you want to be stupid and like label me to one man that's your problem but like if i'm a catch and i'm getting close to that age where there's that age where there's certain men who are interested in me and they do things the right way and they want to talk to me and maybe they just approach me and it doesn't work does that mean that i'm that guy's girl no it just he wasn't the one for me and things i don't think it's the approaching part that's a big deal i think it's like when you date and then y'all break up that's when it becomes very like ooh. because because i i actually know what you're talking about t like there are certain couples that till today they're in my mind you they yeah. today in, in my mind you guys are still together it's like oh it's like even I'm waiting for they weave, they're even dating other people. I'm waiting for them for them to break up with the other people and get back together. <laughs> right? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like for me, because I feel like that for me is my biggest like I'm talk I don't like talking to guys in church and I refuse to even look at guys in church, especially mine. Because oh. Oh. um first of all, I like mature men and everybody is under the age of thirty, so <sighs> Sorry, can't. Age is not maturity. Age is not maturity. Age is not maturity. You're right, but the ones under the age of thirty are not mature. They're not. <laughs> they're, not. they're not. But like 
for me, I can't. Like, I can't deal with the fact that you get attached to one person, like you said, and you just get labeled. And even though, like, if, if you now decide to be that girl that doesn't care and just continues to just grow, you will not be labeled the church interesting one or uh, in the, the church. one that and likes to move around. Ah, this girl, she's fast. She likes to go around. For guys, it's more frequent. But, but I think also because in church, there's there's this... So there's a, there's a mindset that before you start dating somebody, you've talked to your pastor, you've talked to this, you've talked to that. So it's like, by the time you have talked to everybody you need to talk to, and you guys have made it official, everybody sees you guys holding hands, that you come and break up. It's like, ah, like, did you talk to your pastor? Like, wasn't this, you guys have prayed about this. Isn't this supposed to be next level engagement? So why are you guys breaking up? I think that's kind of the idea. Whereas for everybody outside the church, it's like, you just date, you see if you get, if you like each other, you get to know each other. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, then you move on. But in church, it's like, no, you don't just date. <laughs> you ask for permission. <laughs> you get, you get, <laughs> you get your blessing first, <laughs> and you enter. So for you to have gotten the blessing, you've asked his pastor. He's asked your pastor. You probably talked to parents. Let's be honest, because church people move yeah. fast. Yeah. Your parents have probably met each other. All of that, all of that. We see you people holding hands. Now you want to go and do with somebody else? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you're even unlucky, a prophet has come and said, mm, you too, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you have to marry, sorry. <laughs> you're stuck. That's <laughs> men. Forever. Nah, man. I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about this whole thing. Um, first of all, labels will come. Like, people see you talking to a guy or a girl like it's a huge deal. Like, oh, my God, these two are talking. Oh, my God, what's going on? Because people are just nosy and it's a community. But the other thing is that labels will come. Like, let's say you do something stupid on stage this one time. Like, it's going to stick to you. And in five years, we're going to be like, oh, remember when this guy did this? So it's like, are you going to live your life because there's going to be a label to you when we know how the church is? Or are you just going to, like, live your life and make your own choices? And what happens to you happens to you. Like, I, I hate this part of church. And it annoys me. And I feel like there's just this whole, like, one-sided mentality of how things should be. And if things don't happen that way for everybody, then, you know, there's a problem. And everybody's whispering when we all have our own messes that we're covering up. Like, shut up. Let people mm-hmm. experience their own thing. Mm-hmm. For example, I don't know if... I'm going a bit off topic here, but there's this one first lady, she's always talking to like a crowd of young women and young people. And she's always saying, me, nobody can go and tell my husband that he had me before I was married. Good, amazing. But you're talking to a bunch of people, maybe that's not their story. Uh-huh. Maybe some got lost on the way. Maybe some made some mistakes. Maybe some didn't uh-huh. know. Maybe some dated a guy or two. Maybe some had sex, you don't know. So uh-huh. like. How is what you're even saying glorifying God? It's just like this side of like, you have your testimony. What are you like? What are you doing? Yeah. That's your testimony. That's you. let let people live. Like that's my thing. Just let people go through their things and shut so up. So do you think that? I think that the conversation is now in church. Are we not letting people live when it comes to dating? Because we're, we're not. not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. Guys, <laughs> yeah, that is no. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> 
<laughs> she said, nah. So we're not letting people live when it comes to it. Because I'll even tell you guys, like, now that, like, before I was like, like, play, like, play, okay, whatever. Da, da, da. But now, okay, I'm, I'm about to turn 26. It's like, okay, I actually have to take this, this relationship stuff seriously now. But I really feel like the, the methods and the idea and the, and the, the narrative of dating in the church has really just messed with my mind so much that I really can't even have the freedom to, like, get to know a guy. It's like, oh, do I have to marry him? Like, yeah. <laughs> like as soon as he says hi, it's like, ah, I don't want to marry you. Leave me alone. Right? Leave me alone. But it's like, <laughs> I, just, I, I just, I just want the link to your YouTube video. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, don't talk to me. We're not getting married. Literally, that's why they don't like church girls. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, it is intense. It is intense. Church <laughs> girls are like, are you marrying me? If you're not marrying me, don't talk to me. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> we're not getting married. People <laughs> talk to me, bro. But um, I think then what we're funny. Saying- this is the funniest. It's so funny because it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, but I think then the real conversation is is what we're saying that what Esther kindly brought up is is. I guess we're just not letting people actually live. Like we're not letting people actually make mistakes. Cause I look at my friends that are not as quote unquote devoted to church life as I am, so to say, or like just people in the world, my friends that are in the world and they've dated people and they've seen things that, and I think, and it sounds bad to say, but I think, uh, well, it does. I don't know if it even sounds bad. I don't know if I'm just too churchy or if I'm too safe, but you guys tell me, but I think it sounds bad to say, but I think you discover yourself through like dating people. Like Uh you discover what you like and what you don't like Uh from dating people. Like it's even in my friendships, I can say like, I've been friends with certain people for a while for a season and then we fell off and certain things that happened in one friendship that I realized, you know, I don't really like this or this is what I do or things like that. Like you, you discover yourself through interaction with people in relationships. And if you, find yourself in a situation where you're like not talking to anyone not entertaining anyone because they need to marry you you don't even know what you like or don't like so like that's what I'm saying like now in my little marriage boot camp my self-inflicted marriage boot camp because I've been told and I've been getting confirmation and I know that this is my season for that I am now having to learn and it's like a crash course for me I'm now having to learn what do I like what do I not like it's like now I'm and me and Esther talk about this all the time like I even though we're really like independent tough girls we really like guys that are romantic but then at the same time now I'm learning I can't expect the guy that's romantic if I'm not going to be romantic but then plus I've been I've grown up in, in a situation and I've grown up and 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 I've been taught all my life to be independent and not show emotion and to be strong but I need to be able to like let go and let a man be a man and me be a girl and it's like all these things I I don't know and I'm now learning in like two weeks (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even allowed myself to understand what I like and what I don't like I haven't even allowed myself to experience like just befriending and getting to know people because of the mentality of oh no you can't date him if you're not getting married and I don't even think it's always dating I think like even just getting to know somebody and I know granted we girls we can get far far far-fetched like he talks to you twice and all of a sudden you are planning your wedding but like still like even just getting to know someone being around men having male friends and just 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 understanding yourself in relation to a man is very different than yourself in relation to a woman. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Do you think, do you think guys and girls can, can be friends like that though? 
Well, I have my answer. I have mine too. I don't. I don't think they can. But okay, so then it's 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 just a slippery slope. It it is really tricky. Um, but to the original question of we're not allowing people in the church to live their life is true. It's true. Why? (laughs) Okay, I'm not Jamaican. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try that. (laughs) Um, but like it's so true. Like, why is it always? some prophet gonna come and tell you who your husband is who your wife is it's just like oh god <laughs> like like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's all these little little things all these little little things where it's absolutely true we're not letting people kind of um not even necessarily make their own decisions but kind of just giving them the liberty to walk their own path that's what i'm gonna say Mm-hmm. yeah so there is you're right esther where they're just like my man never saw my pants before mm-hmm. he married me okay talk for your life now like <laughs> like <Yeah>. and so <laughs> like okay god bless you sis but like oh, all right cool <laughs> right but it's like that's your path yeah he never saw your elbow yeah did you see your elbow did you see your shoulder do you see your knee Okay, that's amazing, baby girl. And we talk God for your testimony. And that is just your path. And I hate to say it, but like, black churches. <laughs> <laughs> black churches, but it's a lot. <laughs> because I just, I just find that there's just a lot more liberty and a lot more allowance of the holy spirit sometimes like just letting the holy spirit kind of actually convict a person rather than you convicting a person you know what i mean like nobody's saying my husband do you see my pet like what's that like <laughs> i don't even get the point <laughs> like how is that supposed to inspire like imagine being 16 years old and, and a pastor says my husband didn't see your my pants and you're like oh, my husband's not gonna see my pants either and it's just like, what is the connection? The connection is, it's not about anybody seeing your underwear. Let's like, oh, stop. It's about like, I want to glorify God and I want to please God. And, I, and there's no relationship that is worth my relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm putting Christ first beyond my own desires. It's not my husband didn't see my pants. It's I love God so much that I don't even care. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway. But I, I don't think they realize that it's actually doing a damage to these people more than it's actually more than help, more than anything. Then at the to- point where they want to be in a relationship, they don't even know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm going through right now. You don't even know what you like, what you don't like, because you think, okay, this is what you want, this is what you want. Like I have talked obviously and and been in relations with guys that like are what I would think that I want, but now that I'm discovering what I actually want, it's like, I don't want to be with you. (laughs) You're not actually (laughs) what I like. (laughs) Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like, ugh. See, but at the same time, dating culture is so looked, frowned upon in the church. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the essence of what we're saying. Like people aren't, aren't allowed to live or we're just not allowed to just live and, and, and try and, and meet people and get to know different people and see if this is a match or if this is not a match. Cause at the end of the day, like what they're always telling us is find your purpose partner, find this, find the person like, yeah, but how am I going to know if somebody's a match unless I talk to them, but I can't talk to them unless I'm getting married tomorrow. So what's like, what, what do you do fam? <laughs> That's why everybody goes outside. Then they go outside and then they can't find the right person. So you just screwed. You just screwed. 
<laughs> oh my god, you're upset. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's passion, bro. Because it's true. No, it's it's hard. And that's then you, why everybody it, goes outside. Because if you if you're inside, you're gonna be labeled. And all the time, people are like, I don't know why people go outside the church when you guys are here. One fault culture, one family, one life, one. And which truth? Ideally, you want to be walking. How can two walk together unless they agree? Obviously, as as opposed to coming to a whole learn a whole new system and a whole new this. Okay, fine. But like, not, nobody wants a label like that. Nobody wants to be seen as a. You have to just go outside. You have to. Oh my god. Even when it comes to that, the double standards are so real because guys will do it. And I think we spoke about this and I'm not here for the window shopping. Let me try and see, you know, just taste. I'm not here for it, but guys will literally also try to talk to five and 10 different girls, but nothing's wrong with that because, you know, he's just trying to find his wife. It's hard. There's so many options, but a lady, you smile at two guys. It's over. Mm-hmm. So it's like we also have to be mindful, and I think it just reveals the. I'm not even gonna go there. I was gonna say it reveals the sexist nature of the church, but you know what? We're not gonna. That is a whole podcast topic in and of itself, baby girl. That is, ooh, ah, don't get, ooh, let's not get started. Let's not get started. Why are there not women preachers? The churches are full of women, but there's no women preachers. <laughs> No, but I think okay. In all, in all, let's let's start let's start working towards solution. Let's start working towards solution. Um, I think this is what the world c- calls dating, and I guess we have to call it intentional friendship. <laughs> I think that's what we gotta call it. And when you are doing intentional friendship, ladies, don't be kissing. Mm. <laughs> you cannot be kissing. When you kiss, 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 you will fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you fall in love with different people at the same time don't be kissing be doing intentional friendship i think see this is this is the very first episode we talked about it green light yellow light red light this is it you gotta yellow light everybody from the jump yeah. some people you even red light them yeah you gotta just keep them at bay just keep them like this but you also got to do it with wisdom and finesse because yes, otherwise, unfortunately the world we live in, you will be labeled. Yeah. As much as ideally we don't want to be labeled. We want to know what we like and what we don't like. You have to do it in wisdom with what's that word? Discretion, mm-hmm. you know, a little discretion. It's not every day you come in church, you'd be sitting down beside each other. It's not, you know, you have to do it with discretion. You got to be pim. If you're meeting, meet outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to go somewhere, go far. It's not at church, come and sit beside each other. You know, it's not, it's not, that's not the case. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's just kind of the solution. I don't, I don't really know. I think it's, it's kind of the game of luck and chance. Like, because you, if, if you, and I think it's a thing in maturity as well. Like Esther has been saying, like, at some point you kind of have to take responsibility for your own life and what you want to come out of it. You're not going to imagine you, you, you date one person or you're labeled with one person. And because of that quote unquote label and everybody in the church saw you guys together. Now you just feel like that's the person that you got to be with. And you don't even like that person. Then you end up in a marriage. You have to live the rest of your life. You enter quarantine with this person. And you think, wow, I do not like you. <laughs> like, when at the end of your life, maybe it's like that one video we were watching when the guy was saying, 
Um, if you marry someone who they may be Christian, but they may not be yoked to you. And then now you're dragging them along, dragging them along that whole thing. At the end of your life, when you have to answer to God, you're going to say, okay, but God, everybody saw me with this person. <laughs> so I had to marry them. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It's like, I think I, I like to see when it, when it comes to choices, especially like life choices, I like to think like in four months from now, would this matter in four years from now, would this matter in 40 years, will this matter? And in four months, maybe, but in four years, I promise you, it won't. Yeah. Um, in four years, nobody's going to know that you once a long time ago were dating some guy named Johnny. Like <laughs> no one's going to care. Like, so you have to, you have to kind of take responsibility for your, for yourself. Of course, you know, have taste, be yeah. decent. Don't do things with, do have sense, be guided. Okay. Use your brain when you're when you're making decisions. Don't like I said. Don't every day now you just be sitting beside the person, just be following the person around like a puppy. Everywhere we look, we see you and the person. We see you and the person. We see, and you guys are not even like quote unquote official. Of course, we're gonna think that that's your man. Like, come and do you know? I just friends. <laughs> I just that just friends is the most annoying thing of my life. It smells. Sh- it's so shut the hell up. I just friends. <laughs> If you people have joined mouth together, you're not friends. <laughs> okay? If you have if your mouth has joined his mouth, that's not your friend. That's your man. <laughs> okay? That's your man. So be guided in your friendship. Like, yeah. And but men too. I you know, obviously it's tough because you don't want to be seen as the guy that's just aiming for vulnerable church women, which unfortunately a lot of church women are vulnerable. But apply pressure or be a bro. Apply pressure, be my bro, period. Um, I think just, yeah, as you're saying, um, definitely use wisdom and and don't be discouraged. Like I personally, I have not seen, like I said, I don't know about this outside. My mom calls it online shopping. I don't know about online shopping because (laughs) for me, it's just scary. I don't believe in long distance just because, nah. On FaceTime, I haven't seen you mad. I can't tell if you will slap my face when you're mad. I can't. I'm sorry. So I know we're supposed to have faith, but my faith has not reached there yet because I know. So online shopping is not the thing, but I just think um, as we're in quarantine, as our feelings are up, as we're being surrounded, I feel like everybody's preaching relationship sermons right now. I want a church relationship. Mike Todd, he said next week relationship goals reloaded. Demon relationship. So a lot of those things are going to arouse some feelings, but definitely um, do not do anything that you can't own up to later. Do not find yourself hey, big-heading anybody that you know that <laughs> one quarantine is done and they're expecting you to cash out, you cannot, you, can, you cannot deliver. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> because that's how you'll be the architect of your own misfortune. Yeah. <laughs> find yourself in a situation you can't come out and then it's your wife. <laughs> it's your wife. Uh-huh. Um, and, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, and um as for christian women i think i would advise i don't know i know some of your faves somebody told me that they were listening to me speak old episodes when it was just me in the car with their mom and i said something controversial and their mom forbid them for listening to me but sis don't worry i'm a straight face because these african moms try to play you i don't care i don't care nobody's mom likes me it's fine (laughs) but um i'm gonna say don't 
fall or don't conform too much to this narrative or this culture of that has been given to us about you have to talk to one guy and he has to be your husband because it's it's a dangerous mentality and you don't want to end up 26 like me and now having to crash course everything because you didn't even know what you really wanted like i i've been huh this is the words that i wanted i've been dating people based on everybody else i've been dating people that were pushed on me but not what i actually want and now i see what i actually want and what i actually don't want and now it's helping me really decide and determine who and what i i i I, who and the type of man that i want to be with and obviously you're communicating this and it's up to the man to decide if he wants to step up or bow out and be your brother but don't feel like you have to lock yourself off and and remain jesus tina just to get like just to be just to be i don't even know what to be what just because you're told you don't need to be jesus tina yes you can have male friends yes you can get to know guys as kosi said please use discretion use wisdom we should not just see you with somebody every day like it's fine but yes you can have male friends yes you can get to know guys yes you can explore with wisdom intentional friendship is a good thing and i think it's very beneficial so yeah that's my two cents. Most definitely. Um, I think for me, it all comes down to just live, like, trusting your own journey and don't try to, like, live somebody else's reality because we all have different stories. So when it comes to even, like, as a young woman dating in a church, like, I'm pretty young, I would say, but, like, because now I'm starting to, like, even answer to guys who are interested in me now i'm learning so much about myself and about dating and about relationships and i'm like right and i didn't know that that's how things were supposed to be i thought that if i spoke to a guy who wasn't my husband i was a sinner you know i was questioning my salvation like Mm -hmm. it's not like that like we need to relax and we need to apply wisdom like all of you guys said and when it comes to texting during this time like Teresa said your options cannot be either you're working or you're texting a guy like it has to be you know there has to be more there needs to be more to life than that sis like come on (laughs) there needs to be more right so definitely i'm all here for women and young women just getting to know themselves and even in the area of dating like know what you like know what you don't like it's okay if you make mistakes because that's also how you learn things like just live your life like i can't even say it any other way just live your life but with wisdom we all go to church we all hear the same message we all have the holy spirit we all have our prayer closets like just apply wisdom and walk your own journey and there you go just stop putting so much pressure on yourself for nothing yeah i think i would say if you are finding yourself in compromisable controversial positions don't think that you are so strong and so full of will that you will escape mm-hmm. don't go further because i promise you you're not mm. <laughs> like once the hey big heads text start to turn into once that intentional friend starts to turn into intentional friends with benefits my dear <laughs> i promise you 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 know how we said oh it could never be me could never be me it will be you <laughs> it will be you none of us are so saved that sin cannot get us. None of us, the sin, Bible said, flee 
flee. Flee from <laughs> sexual immorality. Flee. Yeah. Anything that looks like it is all the other sins they said, oh, resist. <laughs> you cannot resist <laughs> this one, my dear. You gotta flee. Mm. Like I promised you, the second it starts to look a little bit, <clears throat> the second your friend wants to come and join lips with your lips, baby, mm-hmm. that is becoming your man. Okay? And if you don't know, if you don't want that to be your man just yet, just take it, just run. Yeah. Tell him if he's your friend, he'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not your friend, <laughs> if he doesn't like it, it's not your friend. <laughs> Period. Period. And that's how you know, wow, this guy was never for my friend to begin with. Yeah, you see? He had an agenda. Okay? If he's your friend, he'll get it. He'll say, wow, okay, you know, I'm your friend. I got you. I got you. You know, he'll help you out. Now, you people will play game and amongst friends. That's my, I love playing game. That's my, that's my jam. Yeah. Play game. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know it's it, it's it's tough being single, man. I can't even lie. It's tough being a, a single Christian because that the only the one of the major ways the enemy wants to get you is literally through lust. Because when you're a single Christian, all you have, like the Bible literally says, like you're just so focused on on pleasing God, your 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 Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. So the only way that he can get you, like, I, I'm sure you're already reading your Bible. You're already praying. You're already like you have, it's just you and God. Like it's just you and God. So the, one of the few ways the enemy can know he can get you is through lust, mm-hmm. you know, which not to say that that goes away during marriage, but you're more focused on literally like the Bible says, once again, on pleasing your spouse and then God, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you're not really carried away. Like, you know what I mean? But when you're single, like all you can think about is how you're single. You're so single. You're so single. My God, I'm so single. In this quarantine time, you wake up, you're single. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> you really got to be, just be so, so, so careful because it is one of the ways the enemy can use to delay you, to hold you back, to make you feel guilt, shame, make you feel like you're not, God, God doesn't love you, make you feel all of these things. And you really got to think, is pressing lips worth it? <laughs> Is pressing lift with somebody worth all that? Like the your friend that's that's talking big game. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking big game. <laughs> you know? So you really got to I think careful. what you're saying is just is that you hit the nail on the head like bam because that's it. It makes it seem like such a big deal in your mind, but it's really the smallest thing. Like it's not that deep. Like I I always tell young ladies that getting a man is not hard. People think like, oh, I'm so single. Getting a man is not hard. If you want a man today, I promise you, if you wake up tomorrow, 6 a.m. and we go out till 6 p.m., you can come back with numbers. It's not hard. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is getting a good man, getting a a husband. It's not not just getting a man. And I think um, we hear it all the time and it's repetitive and it's annoying and it's not wrong to desire to want to be in a relationship, but really it just comes back to running your race focusing on yourself and getting to know yourself because mm-hmm. like i said like this is something that i'm living right now because i was so focused on just ministry and just letting everybody pretty much ascribe who my husband should be mm-hmm. i didn't even get the time to really understand like hey t what do you want and now that i'm growing more into t the woman instead of just t the the minister is like t the woman like as me and I'm pretty much getting to know myself and seeing the way I was raised and why I do certain things that I do and what I like and what I don't like and and 
figuring out who I am and what I want to do and where I want to go. And just, I'm in a new dimension of my relationship with God. It's really beautiful. Uh Um, It has been such for the past month, but it's in a new dimension. And I feel like I'm seeing God and myself in a different way. And it's opening my eyes to the type of person, not simply that I want, but what I need. And (laughs) everything that I've been with is not it. Uh. (laughs) It's not it. So really just focus on yourself it's it's easy to send that hey big head text and find yourself in an entanglement and the holy spirit rebuked me the other day and told me how much i really delayed myself in talking to this guy that i was talking to for a bit over a year for no reason really because he's uh interesting hey you know he's somebody's son and at the time we liked him so let's not go there (laughs) we don't need to we don't need to call him anything that we have to call him we don't need to because at one point you were talking to him. Let's, you know, you people need to respect your exes. It's not nice. <laughs> I was talking to him for attention and I just, I just look at myself and I say, wow, T, is this you? But all to say, you literally, and my Todd said in the sermon on Sunday, some things are not a sin, but they delay you. Yeah. They delay you, to delay you, man. The Holy Spirit really told me that I was delayed that time, so... All this to say, don't delay yourself. Don't put yourself years back. Because when your delay is never one week, go. You can uh, it's never a, one you week. You can talk to a man for one month. You can talk to a man for two months. You can talk to a man for one week. But the delay is never one week. Never one the delay week. will be true. much longer than the yeah. time invested in the temporary satisfaction. So discipline yourself. And that's what discipline is. That's denying temporary pleasure for long term game so that's all she wrote yo ew, ew. this is a fantastic episode ladies what one last thing what if what happens to the girl who already went too far mm. in this season okay it depends it depends i need i need i need a scenario how far are we talking okay. um we were talking on the phone and then I got bored and we wanted to do Netflix and chill. And then he came over and he spent the night and then we were kissing and sleeping in the same bed. Oh, sis. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a long journey. That's, a, that's far. In the, uh, that's far. But you know what? Jesus also went far for you on the cross. So I got you. We're coming, we're going to come back home. You're going to come home. The first thing you have to do, my dear, and this, listen, I don't know why we love to play ourselves, but I'm going to tell you this thing straight up, and, and there's no other alternative. You're going to text that young gentleman and tell him, I care about you, but I cannot continue to do this. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to tell him why. You just say, I cannot continue to do this. Then you know what you have to do next? You have to block. You did that to yourself. Yeah, you, that's the consequence for your action. Now he's blocked. You have, you have to block. Absolutely. There's no unfollow. No, you have to block. You have to block. You have to block. Do you know why? Because let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because already you've gone far. Him too, he has gone far. You are feeling, what's the word? Conviction. You don't want to do this. You know that ah, this was not good. He is not feeling conviction. He's feeling right. He's feeling amazing. Right, man. <laughs> what? He wants more of this. 
my guy we all of us you say apply pressure on me my brother we apply pressure we apply <laughs> you will see the pressure you will see pressure you won't know what to do you'll see flowers at your doorstep you will see yo uh i can't even go into my past because yo you will see a man will get on a rocket ship for you you will be so shocked you'll be like this is what i want my christian brothers to do but they're not doing they know they're not gonna do it because lust is a very powerful motivator so you have to block him you cannot give him no this is the last conversation i'm gonna have with you i don't want to talk to you anymore okay can we meet one last time to talk about this no i don't okay let's meet one last time but i have nothing more to say to you that's dumb ladies don't be dumb block him <laughs> block him Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that. Block the number, block the text, block the email, block it. Block it out of your memory. Block it. Block. That is a consequence of your action. So even if he was a dope guy, that it sucks. Now you lost out. Now you got to block. When you block, you go straight to the altar. Straight to the altar. You go and confess your sins to somebody that will keep you accountable. Someone you trust, not just anybody because they will shame you where you are. So go, go to the altar, go to a friend, say, Hey, I messed up big time. I need help. Like keep me accountable. Da, 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 da. They'll pray with you. They'll watch you every week. Are you doing good? Have you fallen into temptation? Are you miss him? You'll miss him. But because he's blocked, you're not going to be tempted. Imagine going to unblock. Are you an idiot? Don't be a clown. Imagine going to unblock somebody's number. You go and scroll. You know when you block, you have to scroll and find the block. Yeah, I don't even know where the block numbers are on my phone. So to okay. go and find it, unblock, scroll, find the person's number, then go back to messages, say, hey, big head, don't be a clown. At that point, we can't save you anymore. Yeah. So, you yeah. don't want to be saved. <laughs> yeah, you don't, yeah, don't want to be free. You want to be saved, bro. Yeah, you want, exactly. So after that, then you heal, you recover. Then once time has passed and you feel like you're actually okay, then maybe you can unblock. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe you can unblock, maybe. But that's that's what you gotta do. Unfortunately, if you've gone too far, that means you've lost that person for a little while. That means and you also you have to think, and I, this was something I used to think about all the time when I used to sin, is like, oh my god, I am also enabling somebody to go to hell. And mm-hmm. that used to weigh heavy on my conscience more than the sin that I was committing. It's like, yeah, I'm sinning, but like I'm also the reason this person is sinning. And if this person dies and they go to hell, like I will have to live with that. So you also have to think like, if you really care about this brother or this sister, you have to think like, I cannot be the person enabling you to sin against Christ. Like you want to be better. And I'm the one trying to drag you back to hell. Am I a demon? Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to, <laughs> you have to think about that. Like, so yeah, that's just what I'll say, but it's nothing that like Christ can't forgive. Right. It's, it's, it's never about that, but it's like, you don't want the enemy to continue shaming you and putting you down and making you feel like, Oh, you, you want to go preach or oh, you, you want to read your Bible. Weren't you the one that somebody came and slept in your house last night? Like you don't want that guilt and shame that the enemy will continually continuously put on your head. So you want to just be in the clear standing in the dark. And just the last final thing, I was listening to Ravi Zacharias, who's an amazing preacher. You guys should listen to him. And he was talking about, somebody asked him a question about like, what happens when you're a Christian and you're going through tough things and you just feel so discouraged because it feels like you don't deserve this. And he said, he said something and I'm really paraphrasing, but he basically said something like do good in the dark so that, um, when hard times come, 
you don't think is because of the bad you, the bad things you did. Does that make sense? Because the enemy will make you feel like, oh, see, you lost your job because you had sex. Yeah. Or see, you failed school because you had sex. Mm-hmm. Or see, you got demoted. For, you know what I mean? But it's like, if you're doing good, even when no one is seeing, you, there's no way. The enemy cannot make you feel like, you know how you, tea, you say, I go to bed and sleep well at night knowing that I'm walking in purpose. Like, oh, yeah. no matter what happens in your life, you don't think it's because of anything that you did. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you're always, or at least try to be in good standing with Christ so that the enemy doesn't use that to sway you and think, oh, it's because of something that I did or whatever the case. Like, you just always want to be in good standing even when no one is seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. I think you said it all, sis. Like, literally, that's that's it. I think we try to play ourselves and we try to, it's the thing is, you, you, you you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah we play ourselves and we want to eat our cake and have it too so be like oh no i don't want to do this but then like you said like it's just you just message them no don't talk to me like he's not gonna stop stop <laughs> like <laughs> he's not gonna stop so you really have to take those measures to like go and block you just need to want better for yourself and add value to yourself and know what you want and what you don't want and wait for it and don't compromise or settle uh-huh. Also. God is not going to make some decisions for you. So yeah. you also have to like be accountable to yourself, right? So yeah, good episode, ladies. Mm-hmm.